Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Facts or Facts podcast. Today, we get to do Overreaction Monday, which I love. It's always fun to kind of react in this week-by-week league of the NFL. So here are my top five overreactions from week three of the NFL. Number one, the Oakland Raiders, who everybody was high on, okay, except for my dad, of course, because he always knows that the Raiders are going to be the Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are going to be drafting in the top five of next year's draft. That's right. They're going to be one of the bottom five teams in the league, and they're going to be drafting in the top five of the NFL draft in 2023. Now, here's the thing with the Raiders. They have shown glimpses of brilliance. They did it against the Chargers. They did it against the Titans. They have now done it against the Cardinals as well. And the problem is they can't finish a game. They just can't. They cannot close a game out. Okay, They had an opportunity against the Chargers. They had the opportunity against the Cardinals. And they had the opportunity against the Titans. And all three of them, they had different ways to do it. Right, The Cardinals, they blew a big lead. And in the game of the Chargers, they had a chance to win it outright. And in the game against the Titans, they had a chance to push it to overtime and to possibly win it in overtime. In all three instances, they blew it. So now they've blown it in three different ways in three weeks. So the question is, are the Raiders of 2022 the new Chargers? Because they're blowing it big time, man. They, uh, they have a roster. Nobody can say that their roster doesn't stack up against almost every other roster in the league. They have guys everywhere offensively and defensively. Okay, You cannot point to one specific area and say that is their area of weakness. That is their biggest problem. You know Their offensive line is held up pretty well. Their defensive line obviously is still going to get its footing. It's going to be better, I think, in the next three or four weeks once they kind of all start gelling. Um I think I personally think it is an overreaction to say that the Raiders will be drafting in the top five. But the first overreaction coming out of week three is going to be the Raiders, who are 0-3 now, are going to be drafting in the top five. Now, let's get to one of my favorite ones. Number four, the Eagles, who look spectacular so far, are going to be facing the Miami Dolphins in the next Super Bowl. Yes, that's our overreaction. Number four is that the Eagles will face the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl this year. Now, of course, of course, this has to be an overreaction, right? I mean, look, to be fair to both teams, both of them have looked really good through three three weeks. And they have beaten teams in different ways, right? So Miami comes back from a huge deficit. In week two, in week one, their defense plays very well, and they kind of are a little scrappy offensively. They only put up like 20 points on the Patriots, who have a a good defense. And then this week, they play one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL. Granted, the Bills are down almost their entire secondary and a few other key pieces, Uh, and especially with cramps at the end of the game. I mean, Stefan Diggs not even on the field. Okay, but they took care of business, and that's the difference between a championship team and not a championship team is that they take care of business, and that's what they did. Now, the Eagles, on the other hand, look, okay, I understand the Eagles, not exactly some of the most impressive wins from what we've seen over three weeks so far. Obviously, they beat Detroit, they beat the Vikings, and they beat the Commanders. I understand that those aren't exactly top-tier NFL teams usually, but the Detroit Lions look pretty good. 
And I understand that, you know, they played the Vikings, so it's kind of hard to tell how good the Lions are going to be because they've kind of played each other, played each other's opponents. But the Detroit Lions look pretty good this year. You cannot tell me that their offense does not seem like it's clicking. I don't know what the heck is going on there, but they gave Jared Goff a boost of offense, and all of a sudden, he looks like an offensive powerhouse for at the quarterback position. You know, if, if Swift is healthy, they have one of the best running backs. If not, you could make the argument he's the best running back in the league right now. Like, you could actually argue that based on what's happened in the first three weeks. I understand he was hurt in the last game. Um, and St. Brown, I mean, shoot. There are very few wide receivers that are playing on St. Brown's level. Uh, he's definitely up. He's definitely putting his his uh, his fingerprints all over this league for how good he is as a wide receiver. Okay, so having said that, the Eagles have beaten the Detroit Lions, the Vikings, and the Commanders. I know that they routed the Commanders, right? Um, but look, the Jags routed the Colts, and they came back and beat the Chiefs. So who knows how good the Commanders will be? Who knows how good Detroit will be? The Vikings, I feel like, you know. I, I don't know about the Vikings. Look, they're 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 great one week and they're not great the next week. They're just they're they're too inconsistent for me, which has been the Vikings the last decade, honestly. They're very good and then they're very poor. So nobody knows about the Vikings. But the Eagles are the one team that is consistent. Okay? They are just playing good football offensively and defensively. I understand that they had that really bad quarter against the Detroit Lions when the Lions scored basically 21 points on them. To bring that game really close, I understand that. But they have looked very good through three games, offensively and defensively. Do I think the Eagles are going to be playing the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But the overreaction is, look, the Miami Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills. So they must be going. And nobody looks better than the Eagles right now in the NFC. Okay, I still think that the Bucks. I still think the Packers, I still think the Rams are the top of the NFC. I understand that they all have a loss. Okay, I understand that. The Bucks, I mean, shoot, they're playing with the skeleton crew right now, okay, on offense. Like, that's it. Their defense is the best in the league. I would put Tampa Bay's defense up against anybody. So I think Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and I also think that the Rams are the tops of the NFC. That is not to say that the Eagles cannot be the best team in the NFC. We just haven't seen it. And as far as the AFC goes, I got to see the Dolphins go on the road and beat and beat the Bills. I got to see them go on the road and beat Kansas City. I got to see them go on the road and beat. Uh, I understand this is going to sound ridiculous, but I got to see them go on the road and beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati just started to look good, although it was a get right game because they played the Jets. So I understand that when you play the Jets, it's a get right game. Um, it's not the same old Jets, though. You know, like it's not the same old Jets. So look, Miami is one of the top four-ish teams in the AFC, five teams in the AFC, like you could easily make that argument. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if Miami is going to end up in the Super Bowl or not, but they definitely have the opportunity to get there because they are definitely one of the best teams in the AFC. The Eagles are one of the best teams in the AFC. I think that's my next overreaction. The next overreaction, and this one is overblown, but I'm going to do it anyways because we love to do this in September every year. I think there was about six-year period straight where the Patriots were like six. Well, they were like two and two or or uh, two and three through the month of like you know September, 
and everybody was like, oh, the Patriots dynasty is over. The Patriots dynasty is over. And then they go to three straight Super Bowls and they win two of them. And everybody's like, oh, oh, I guess. Okay. So here's, here's my overreaction. Tom Brady is washed. I mean, he's just bad. Like, have you watched the last two games that Tom Brady is quarterback? It's just bad, man. Like, he does not look good in the pocket. He doesn't look good <clears throat> offensively. Their, their offense is just all out of sorts. And it relies on Tom Brady. You know, like, it's just Tom Brady's washed. You know, that's that's my number three overreaction. It's Tom Brady is a washed quarterback. He should have given up, should have just retired and rode off into the sunset. He's had a very, I mean, obviously the greatest career of all time. But that is ridiculous, people. I mean, my goodness. All three of his top receivers are out right now, okay? He has two offensive linemen that are not that didn't play last game, that are starting offensive linemen that didn't play in the last game, and they still had an opportunity to win. Give me a break. Man, people have try, been trying to write off. Listen, I understand that the, the Tom Brady's kind of like the New York Yankees. I understand that Tom Brady's like LeBron James in that, you either really love him or you really hate him. There's not too many people like me that just kind of appreciate the greatness and just like like to watch what he can do. Because he's like, you know what he's like? He's just, he's the head of the orchestra. You know, he's a maestro. And he's just like getting everything to kind of work together like so well all the time. And you just never count him out. I mean, look at what happened in the Rams game last year in the playoffs. They were down like 14 points in that game. And he, they came back and tied it. And if it wasn't for a breakdown in the secondary, they might have won that game. Look, he's got very, very few weapons. One of his best wide receivers right now is Leonard Fournette, of all people. When you have your top three wide receivers that are all down, you cannot expect for your offense to look great, especially when you're missing those three guys and you're missing a couple of guys on the offensive line who start for you. All right, so everybody just quit it with the Tom Brady is bad, the Bucks offense is bad, the Bucks are bad, blah, 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 blah. Okay, they're going to be fine. Guys are going to get healthy. They're going to be just fine. Okay, all right. My next overreaction is this, okay? The Dallas Cowboys, hey, they're better with Cooper Rush. And I know this was an overreaction last week. But they're on a two-game win streak, and their offense doesn't look amazing, but it has had moments of brilliance since Cooper Rush took over, okay? And you can't honestly say that for what when Dak was playing. Jerry Jones is quoted as saying that he hopes he has a, con- a quarterback controversy issue. Obviously, this is an overreaction, people, Okay. Jerry Jones just wants Cooper Rush to play so well that people will make it into a quarterback controversy issue. It's obviously not. You'd have to be stupid to buy into that. He paid Dak Prescott all that money. Dak's going to be the starter. Does that mean that Cooper Rush can't play football? Absolutely not. Does Jerry Jones hope that he turns into the next Tom Brady? A hundred percent. He's hoping that all of a sudden Cooper Rush is like, you know, Justin Herbert, when he came in for Tyrod Taylor and just like showed like that he's just an absolute menace at the quarterback position, right? And if he has that issue, then Jerry Jones is super happy about it, okay? Because that means that they won ball games while the starting quarterback was out and that the backup can now be going back to being the backup, 
Okay, so number two is overreaction, and yes, it is an overreaction, and that is that the Dallas Cowboys are better off with Cooper Rush as their quarterback. Obviously, we know that that is not true, okay? We know that that is not true. And the number one overreaction for this Monday is this, that the Kansas City Chiefs are not making the playoffs They have looked absolutely terrible two weeks in a row. I know they got a win against the Chargers, and I know that they have not looked good for two weeks straight now. And honestly, they look good against a bad and deflated Cardinals team. But you cannot tell me that they have looked good the next two weeks after that. Offensively, they have not looked good against defenses that actually know how to play football. Okay, the Cardinals defense did was down Chandler Jones because he got traded and they were down JJ Watt in that first game and they were down a couple other pieces on defense and they did not look good and just like that the Chiefs hung 40 points on them. Okay? The offense, I would put a lot of that game on the offense too. The offense for the Cardinals was just atrocious. It looked like a little anemic thing, like it was just so bad. It was awful. Okay? And to be fair, the Cardinals offense has looked trash for most of this season so far. Like most of the season. Of the 12 quarters, it's probably looked absolutely terrible for 10 of them. Okay? They had one quarter against the Chiefs where they scored a few points. They had one quarter against the Raiders where they scored enough points to beat the Raiders. And this past week, they looked terrible. Okay? Against the Rams. So, the Chiefs are not making the playoffs. That was my number one overreaction on this overreaction Monday. Look, people have been doing the same thing that they've been doing to Tom Brady for the Chiefs for like three years now, where they're like, look, Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing interceptions. Look, he is throwing some bad balls out there. Let's not make any bones about it. He has thrown probably five picks that have should have been picks, and if other quarterbacks have thrown them, they would have been picked. Like, for instance, in the Chargers game, he threw three balls that were in the hands of Chargers DBs that they dropped. Like, what? What other quarterback in the league can do that? Where they throw three balls to the defense and the defense drops all three balls, right? Like, their de- their offense just does not look good right now, okay? It doesn't. And their defense, look, their defense has played well. I mean, granted, they played the Colts and the Colts look terrible, Uh but they played the Chargers, and the Chargers, they held down. Like, when it was time to buckle up, they they, they did. They strapped on their, their chin straps, and they went to work, man. They, they held the Chargers down. Chris Jones looked like a beast, and they did work against the Chargers. Now, granted, the Chargers were down their starting center. They were down Keenan Allen, so it kind of helps when you have those two guys out. Uh, you know, the Chargers are now going to be without Rashawn Slater the rest of the year, so <laughs> good grief. When it rains, it pours for the Chargers. You know what I mean? But the Chiefs are not making the playoffs. Now, obviously, this is an overreaction. Anybody who thinks otherwise is an absolute fool. The the AFC West is theirs to win, especially now that we don't know how long Keenan Allen's going to be out. Okay, We don't know how long. Like We know Rashawn Slater's going to be gone the rest of the year. Okay, The Chargers, in my opinion, were their number one rival in that division. The Raiders have obviously proven that they cannot win a football game. How are they going to beat the Chiefs? How are they going to beat the Chargers? They could split with the Broncos, maybe, right? The Broncos look absolutely terrible on offense. I mean, they—I don't know what the look. I don't know what the solution is, but their offense looks so bad. Their offense looks so bad offensively. It is ju- like they just can't get anything going. 
There's no drives that they can get going. There's no running game they can get going. Russ can't get the ball down the field, throwing the ball at all. Like, they have had, I want to say, three good drives so far out of 12 quarters. That, I want to say, is it. They have just looked bad offensively. They've scored 16 points, 17 points, and now 11 points. And granted, they played a good defense, one of the best, honestly, in the league, in the Niners. I understand that. But you have still got to be able to put up more than 11 points on the Niners. My goodness. Okay? So, having said that, it's the Chiefs' division to lose right now. They're 2-1. and one. They're tied with the Broncos. The Raiders are out of it. They're 0-3. The Chargers are 1-2. They just had the, one of the worst-looking losses. They shouldn't have started Justin Herbert. I don't care what the coach says. I don't care what Herbert says. He's your franchise quarterback. You found a, a diamond in the rough. Like, keep him healthy. If he sits for two weeks, he sits for two weeks. But please, just don't let him keep taking hits back there. Now you're down Rashawn Slater. Now you really need him healthy because he's going to be taking more hits. So, having said all that, those are my top five overreactions from week three in the NFL. You guys let me know your thoughts. Which ones are your favorites? Which overreactions do you think you've had? And let me know. I will catch you guys in the next one.